Josh and Luke, how was your holiday break? Cold. 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 <laughs> I saw good. that last night. It yeah. was very cold. It's about zero degrees out now. Zero Fahrenheit. Yeah, so yesterday was the coldest day, I think. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. I thought I mean, it was gonna get warmer, but it didn't. No, it, it was uh I I don't I didn't really follow up or we didn't we knew one or two people, I think, who went to the That's game. The for everyone who doesn't know the winter classic, we're we're recording on a Sunday night. Uh and the winter classic, the amazing January second. It's January second. On New Year's, though, the Minnesota Wild hosted the Blues uh, at Target Field for the Winter Classic this year, um, and it was the coldest outdoor game in NHL history. I'm sure uh, everyone knows that already. Which it was I everywhere. think made Edmonton fans mad because they previously had the record of the Heritage Classic in 2003. I think it was, what, like three, maybe five degrees colder than the Edmonton? Yeah. It was Edmonton-Montreal, I think, in 2003. I went back was and watched Edmonton, Winnipeg? No, I think it was Edmonton-Montreal. It was, Winnipeg was funny. I was exist back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, did... 1920, they, was it? Where they were... The, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, 2003, the Thrashers yeah. were still around. Yes, oh, it was, Mont- yes, it was right. Montreal. Yeah. I was, I was before yeah. I was a hockey fan. Well, it was funny, though. I was looking at that Heritage Classic in 2003 was in, like... It was, like, Thanksgiving. Yeah, so it well, was, it's like they wouldn't dare schedule a winter classic yeah. in Edmonton it, on J- January first. Like that would be guaranteed well, to be just. But like, also, like I mean, the Twin Cities in January are the Twin Cities. For everyone who doesn't know, we're getting into geography here, Sean. So you can, you know, it's our <laughs> it's our point of pride here. So the Twin Cities are the, are the uh, co- it's the coldest metropolitan large or metropolitan area in the in the entire U.S. So like I think it's like the Twin Cities are. We were looking at this the other night. They're the sixteenth. It's the sixteenth largest metro area. In the country, according to Wikipedia, I think as of last year, and the coldest, so it's colder than Anchorage, um, but it's not nearly as cold as Edmonton. No, but Edmonton is only a couple degrees colder on average. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I don't know, Sean, if you remember the um, the the Vikings Seahawks playoff game from like maybe five years ago. There was a is that was, when the Vikings kicker like missed that short yeah. field goal? Blair yeah, Walsh missed the yeah, and it was a, that was the same temperature. That was the Vikings were. Uh, I'm not by any means like uh, that big of a Vikings fan or football fan really at all, but I do kind of follow the Vikings. I have most of my life, and uh, yeah, that game started. They were playing at TCF um, when they were waiting for the new stadium to be built. They were playing outdoors at the Gopher Stadium, uh, and that game was six below. And I remember uh, it was in the day though. I just remember it was funny because Bud Grant was there, who's like a Vikings legend, and he just came out. He's I don't know, like 80 years old and just like a polo. That was it. <laughs> he was just like, like, but yeah. The anyway, I don't know. Sean, the Leafs game was on last night, so you were probably watching that and not the Winter Classic. Well, I'm assuming. You know, I was watching both. Um, yeah, you were yeah. watching both. You know that for a fact. Uh, <laughs> I thought both games. <laughs> I mean, both games were, were kind of boring, but like at least you have like the spectacle with uh, with the um, Winter Classic. But the Blues just you know walked right through Minnesota. Yeah. Well, so. that was a. That was a goaltending nightmare, really, for the Wild. Yeah, I they I don't know why they didn't pull Talbot earlier, but it was it was pretty funny though because I, I it did look like for the first period specifically the only player who really knew what they were doing was Kaprizov, like he'd actually played in the cold. I tweeted this out, but it was very slow, very slow hockey with not a lot of uh, um. Yeah, it was an outdoor know. game. I know, very cold outdoor game. Yeah, it was. That's what it looked like. Sean, what do you say? The, You're going to say something? The puck was probably getting too cold. I mean, they were yeah. saying that on the broadcast, right? That it's like it yep. sounds really hard, and I think there was like an outdoor game in Hartford at one point, and they had an issue with the ice being too cold. And I would assume the technology at that point wasn't as good, and um, 
Like, yeah. The I fact think... that, that you have to like heat the ice for like most people yeah. probably like really confuses them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if like the coldest weave I've ever skated on was like around four or five degrees Fahrenheit. And that was that was too cold for me. Well, I didn't really like I, I'm I was still kind of new to skating, like getting back into skating at the time, and I just forgot that hockey skates are not warm. Like they're not warm at all. I don't know, Sean, do you do much outdoor skating? I think we talked about this, haven't we, a little bit? So global warming is like really stopped that one. <laughs> like yeah. Oh, really where you are? Yeah, like the ponds haven't frozen good for like to be able to skate for more than like a week or two a winter for like the last since i was like maybe a sophomore in high school like it's been it's been pretty warm winters yesterday today the day before like all in the 40s and 50s and rain oh wow yeah yeah, yeah. Cause I, at least in the twin cities they have minneapolis i think is i haven't looked at this in a bit but they maintain like i think the parks have like 50 40 to 50 outdoor rinks they maintain with like they put boards up and they a lot of them have warming houses um and it's it's generally I think they open sometime around Christmas or maybe around New Year. It depends. I think this year it depends also like some of them are specifically for like broomball too. So like those are a little bit more. Um, and then there's there's also like Lake of the Isles uh, is they have a um, a rink there on the lake and that's open yeah. every year. So we we geography that's one of the yeah. lakes in Minneapolis. Yeah, one of the Sean. big lakes. There's a uh, uh, Scott and write this down. Yeah, and yeah, Cedar Lake and Harriet, Harriet and, Lake of the Isles. and Lake of the Isles are the big lakes. And then. How you, how you spell that? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I don't know. You gave me ten. <laughs> there's four major lakes no, in Minneapolis. Five, well, I, but well, the, thing, consider... the thing is, I don't live in a metropolitan area too. Like, there's a few like, oh, yeah. ranks as you get uh, further east. Um, yeah. Although, like, some of them are super recreational. Like Boston Commons is like cool to go to like once a year or something. But obviously, it's a completely recreational rink. You can't do anything on it. You can barely yeah, skate but, on it. But. but as you mentioned earlier, as it gets really, really cold, yeah, the ice just gets pretty brittle. Like, it just gets really hard, <laughs> I guess, if that makes sense. Like, it's, like, much harder, which is what? kind of like – you could kind of see that at the Winter Classic. Like, I know they were heating the ice, but it kind of felt like that you kind of slide around a little bit more. Like, it's you just – you know, obviously, you just don't dig into the ice as much. So, it's, like, a different skating surface, which it kind of looked like at the players. I mean, it also, like – you know, it kind of the wild hadn't played in like two weeks or whatever. So like they're coming off of like a big rest. They're missing Spurgeon, Brodine, and Erickson Eck. So it was, yeah, it was. I don't know. I think we had we had them at the wild favorite at like fifty three percent. No, we had the Blues favorite. I think. Did we? Yeah, we had the Blues at fifty three percent. Okay, it was sure. supposed to be a close game. It was close. <laughs> I mean, it was it was close. I well, and it did end up. The score was six four for anyone who didn't stick around and watch. It got a little fun at the end. Well, and well, Everson yeah, is the now. Goalie. Yeah, he's doing his his uh, his wah impression of pulling the goalie with like eight minutes left. Like they went on a power play with like seven and a half minutes left, and he pulled the goalie, which is a very. Um, I don't even know if I would. We looked into that, didn't we, Luke? About yeah, no, we had the wild favorite at fifty three point eight percent. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it Never goes mind. away team, home team, on our projections. <laughs> thank you, that's thank how, you. Luke. Yeah, that's how we do it. It's. <laughs> It's away team at home team. That's yeah. how everything is structured when I make those things. Yeah. You know, because I'm spending so much time building the website, Josh. <laughs> you know, while you're just lollygagging over there. Yeah, just <laughs> I don't know what Josh. Nobody knows what Josh does. No, yeah. There's. <laughs> well, as I was explaining to Sean, there are parts of the website I didn't even know were there before that are now there. <laughs> if you well, we're making some small changes as we get in the new year. Um, but yeah, the wild loss to the Winter Classic. Uh, it was kind of odd. I don't know if anyone followed up, but Sean, did you see? Did like was the Leafs game? 
against it was the Leafs Senators were playing at the it was scheduled for the exact start time as the Winter Classic, which is weird to me that the NHL would schedule another specifically Maple wasn't Leafs it hockey game. night in Canada too? Yeah. So and like so why did why would they do that? Because normally Cause the start- Winter Classic was in America. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's maybe but true. It's the whole Le- I don't know. It just well, also anyway. didn't seem like it was advertised like that much i mean they had some advertisement but in the past i feel like they made huge deals but maybe it's just because it wasn't canadian teams or something i don't don't think it's well no i think like the winter classics just not as big of a thing anymore right like it hasn't been for maybe a decade yeah like eventually it got it kind of got old and they never they don't market it like they used they don't market anything in the nhl i guess but you know they don't really market it like they used to it doesn't feel like it's a big deal and then I don't know about you, but like December for me with all of like the postponements or whatever, like it just felt so weird. Like hockey just didn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well we've I- been feeling that too. I think well, just like a lot of it. I I get that vibe too. That like especially with COVID being as bad as it's been, and then all the all the games being postponed. I think a lot of people just kind of checked out. They're like, oh, okay, I'll come back when it's. I don't know when things are it, back to normal. It, it kind of felt like those like days before the holidays. It, it very much felt like the days before the holidays when people just start checking out and then people aren't answering your emails and then you're checking yeah. out yourself, you know, and then it's like, let's just take, the, let's just take yeah. <laughs> all the rest of the time before Christmas off. Like that's exactly how it felt like, well, you know, some yeah, and I, I got that. I got that same sentiment from a lot of fans on Twitter and just in you know in the the general engagement of fan. I think fans in the NHL right now is very low. I just think there's a lot of people like what you're saying or who are just like, I don't know what's going. I mean, we were just watching the uh, um, was it? Well, it was the we didn't actually we had on the intermission. We were watching a little. Was it Calgary? Who was playing before this? The Calgary flame, or the Blackhawks uh, and the Flames? Yeah, Blackhawks Flames, and they were kind of going through, and it was like Colorado just had their first game since like in three weeks. The Wild just had their first game in two weeks. So like there's same with Winnipeg and Winnipeg, there, yeah. and there's all these teams that are kind of and I don't know has and the Leafs just had that the, on Saturday was their first game in a couple weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I don't really remember like the last Leafs game before yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> like and yeah, so it's just like I think that there are sure there are still teams that are playing pretty regularly, but there's also it seems like half the league right now is their fan groups are like, well, the, either the team is just completely in code protocol, or they haven't played, or they're Canadian and they've been postponed because the league needs that you know they don't want to have they want to have fans in the future. I don't know. So I figured it'd be good for us to do a little recap on where the league is right now because I don't know. Sean, do you know we, who's, we, we who's... didn't ask Sean how his holiday break was. <laughs> oh yeah, was. Sean, how was your how are your holidays? Just, just don't worry about it. No, it was uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was average. I don't know. Like I said, like it's been kind of it's that in between weather and we've been getting a lot of it in New England over the last few years where it's like in the 40s and 50s and kind of like rainy and overcast. Like it's not a winter, but it's not like warm enough to do anything either, and it's just yeah, it's just really like depressing weather. That's and, like the worst, yeah. like forty degree winter weather when there's no snow. Oh, yeah, it's even that's... it's like it's been mid forties and fifties, like it's super mild. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been really. I, I think I, I've had this. Yeah, uh, I this opinion of mine, I think, is I still uh, I don't I don't think it's unpopular. I think it is. 40, 40, like 45 degrees and raining is, I think, much worse than like 10 degrees and snowing, like personally. But that's because I love winter. But anyway, I'm sorry to hear that your your winter has been, uh, been in the dull. Wait, what's the doldrums? Is that the term I'm thinking of? I don't <laughs> that's know. That's a word. But it's going to hit January. <laughs> it's going to hit January thaw before you know it. I mean, January thaw. What do you mean? Is that a 
so that's in for you. At least that's a thing that we talk about up here or okay. up here over here. Out east I think here. we're further north than you. Than you, Where, you must be right, but like there's always like a warm week in the winter. Do you guys not get okay. that? There's it's uh, just always been no. A thing. And no, we don't. I mean, it kind of depends. My like, bus driver in like fourth grade taught me that term. I don't know if it's a common term, but the January it kind thaw? of just explains that. Yeah, January thaw. Like there'll be like a random like week of like fifties and sixties and sun in like the middle of winter. Oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes like the thing that's funny about Minneapolis is it's like, you know, I think the average temperature in January is like twenty two, twenty three Fahrenheit, but like you'll get like periods like yesterday like right now where it'll just be like very cold like 15 below kind of plus in january or february and it's kind of you don't really know when that's going to happen but there's a good two or three weeks from you know end of december through the beginning of march where you're going to get really really cold and uh yeah but i was just looking that it got so cold in northern minnesota that it's killing the emerald ash borer Larva. So oh, that's, yeah. You know, is that a thing there's, out? A, there's a positive there. Is that a, do you know what that is, Sean? A what? Yeah. Emerald what? Emerald ash borer. Yeah, I don't know. They're an invasive species. It's killing all the ash trees in the country. Yeah, did you know that Minnesota is the large, is the state with the most ash trees in the country? Do you know about that, Sean? There's another piece of trivia. I thought yeah, we there were like is, a G-rated, uh, G-rated podcast what? here. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we're talking about trees. Sean's trying to make a joke He's about He's trying it. to make a He's dirty joke. He's trying to be joke, lewd. Yeah. <laughs> and this, we will not stand for it. Ash trees are we important. We don't. We don't really have those types of trees out here. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I think anyway, probably already all. Died. If it gets cold enough, one of the things is in Minneapolis anyway. And I think in St. Paul, essentially every ash, 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 s h on tree is gone. They're just dead. They died. The city took them out. It's kind of like like do you know what Dutch elm disease is, Sean? Do you know anything about trees? <laughs> no, I'm not an arborist. <laughs> Okay, anyway, enough, hockey podcast. Enough talk about this. I think I say we get into the 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 hockey talk. These are important issues that Sean doesn't know about. Yeah. These are our trees. They're our friends. No, I'm. Uh, anyway, uh, it's good because if it's cold enough, it kills off an invasive species, uh, particularly that's killed a lot of the. So ash, you guys ash are cheering trees. for them to die. Yeah. yeah well, oh if yeah. If it gets cold enough, they die. I guess. I don't yeah. Know. I'm not an arborist, though. You're right. Although it's been a bit of a pandemic hobby, um, but. Uh, yeah. Anyway, glo- global warming has the impact on Minnesota has been, I would say, on the on the bo- on the tails. So it gets colder later and gets warmer earlier. But we don't really have a lot of dips. Once but then it does we have get the cold. the polar vortexes now. Yeah, that's the other thing. We're like we, we'll have random periods where it'll just stay yeah. like 15 below for like two weeks. Yeah, because the air mass from like middle of Canada just moves down over the center of the country and then it just sits there. Yeah, because of the way the jet stream's but been. Anyway, changed. enough on this. How long have we been talking about enough? Well, we talked. We talked. We covered the Winter Classic. That's a big deal yeah. for us, anyway. Yeah, I thought we'd do a little check in on the league, Sean. I thought we'd look at. Are we looking at the team projections? Are we looking at the actual standings? I don't know. Who knows what's going on? I've been hearing a lot of noise about the Oilers, and everybody's mad. I I was thinking we could talk. I don't know what happened. What's going on with the Oilers? Let's get to that. Let's do a little league rundown right now. How about that, right? Who's leading the league right now in points percentage, Sean? Do you know? Don't look. Let's not talk about it. I don't know. Like, okay, without looking, (laughs) without looking, isn't like Tampa Bay at the top? Nope. Wrong. They're in points percentage, so they they are currently sixth in points percentage right now. Points? Per, no, they're not. Yeah. Also, oh, still Carolina. It is still Carolina. Hold on, that's at, that. No, this is you're looking at including today's games. Oh, that the NHL website updates after every game. I'm looking at the NHL.com. We're going to the source. You know, to the source. Anyway, 
Here you should do leaders. it through yesterday because we the games haven't finished for today yet. Okay, okay fine. Do it. What's the yesterday? Let me guess. <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> yes. There you go, Sean. Bam. Good, good work. All right, leaders right now. We got Carolina. We have uh, the Panthers, the Lightning, the Capitals, and the Maple Leafs are all above 70% in points percentage. I don't really feel like that's changed in the last two weeks. I no. feel like that's kind of the same. Well, there haven't been a lot of games that in the last true. two weeks. There, there, aren't, there haven't been a ton of games. Also, I will say that the NHL's schedule is completely just destroyed. <laughs> like, we have to do team point projections, right? And I was, you know, running it last night, and, the like, the schedule, just every team was only scheduled for, like, 65 to 70 games. I, I don't know where the other games went. There is there's the January twelfth game for Boston and Montreal. They have it scheduled for both in Montreal and in Boston. Did you see that, John? It's pretty funny. It was kind of <laughs> yes, funny to I look s- at. I saw that. Did they ever fix the the shifts from yesterday? yesterday they did game? not. No, no, of course not. So yeah. the Buffalo game. We <laughs> got to check game, in on the Sabers. The Sabers check in. That's your yeah. Your Sabers check in. Cody Eakin had a six and a half minute shift <laughs> that I saw. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> who was that? We we had we just did we looked at this on Twitter a couple a month or two ago. Was uh uh back in 2007 or something? There there were a lot. Let me just say the 2007 2008 season was uh there were a lot of issues back then because uh, it's the yes. first year they had this and I think there was uh, uh Buffalo had a game where they several of their players had nine minute shifts. I think um, <laughs> there was like four or five players from Buffalo. It was like Vanek. I think it was. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, who else was? Uh, I can't remember. Was it Pommonville? Yeah, it was like a line. It was like a forward line that was just, I guess, the league has still officially recorded them as a nine-and-a-half-minute shift or something, which is it's clearly an error. <laughs> what was I looking at? It was earlier. We t- but it's funny, you know, it's Never like mind. I don't want to – I try not to – you know, I don't like to rag on the NHL, like the, the scorekeepers or whatever, because there's so many shifts that happen. I think that our database – what did I say? How many shifts were there total? It's like – Oh, I looked. Per I think player, it's... I mean, players average like about. I think it's like twenty to twenty-five shit forwards average about twenty to twenty-five shifts a game, you know. And they're playing if they play eighty-two games, you know, what is that? Sixteen hundred shifts. Well, I don't know. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Eighty to what you were by saying. twenty <laughs> is sixteen. Yeah, over sixteen hundred shifts, and then there's like nine hundred plus players a season. It's so called a thousand. At, what? Called it that. Well, they're not going to be regulars 16. that are going to get sixteen hundred shifts, though. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like eight by two is sixteen. Add the two zeros for the eighty and the twenty. Bam, there's some quick math, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, you know. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of shifts, so they. Uh, it's not. A, it's like I. Yeah, they're going to miss some, right? And for for the amount of shifts that there actually are, they are surprisingly accurate with how they track it, considering how the vast number of shifts. So when there's some shift errors, yeah, it's going to screw some stuff up. But I mean, at least thing, they give a shift. Yeah. <laughs> oh come Shut on, up. we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'm, edited. That's, that's going away. Just chop it right it's out of there. The, the worst, worst joke I've ever. If heard I had a dollar for things. every single time you said you were gonna edit it out, <laughs> Aaron Jones is going nuts on this drive, by the way. I don't know what you're talking about. You're watching football? This is big for my fantasy football championship. Okay. Wait, are we in the champion? I guess, yeah, it is January. I forgot, you know. It's it's, week 17. 
I don't. I haven't done. It's been years. Anyways, since I've done getting football. Luke off of the shift talk. Yes. All right. <laughs> let's let's move back to wherever Josh is going with this because oh. Luke will go on forever. <laughs> what, what was I? What was Sorry. I doing here? Oh yeah, we we're going to league check. You asked right. me about the Little. shift issue, Sean. Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah, it's it's Sean baited fault. Luke into you baited doing me. this, and then he it was a bait and switch. Yeah, little thing. Then he's he's criticizing Luke for the way he's uh, talking about this. All right. Uh, can you guess who are the bottom five teams in the league right now? This is where I guess we are. Arizona, yeah, bam. These are easy. Seattle, I these are not easy. They're, I'm not. I'm actually quite up there. on it because I know Vancouver kind of came back, right? So like, uh, yeah. Ottawa. There's a, yes. So Arizona, Seattle, Ottawa. Well, not that. Not in that order, but yes. I know that. I'm just trying to name three. the teams. So there's two. Buffalo's got to be down there, right? Yep. And um, who is the last one? one Chicago. Yet. No, close. They're like six. The Canadians. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they've been very bad this year. <laughs> yeah, that's a... So they I have a negative... Oh, no, that's... Call, oh, Coyote, oh, they have a negative 50 goal differential right now. That's impressive. We should go... I don't even know, really. They've also... No, I was just looking at games played. It doesn't... Well, anyway. So the, the point of what I was trying to get at is I there haven't been a lot of games. The, still, the teams that were really good are still kind of up there. The other thing is Colorado has now kind of come back. Yeah. Uh, and the Wild have fallen a little bit. Um, in the central so i think it's currently colorado st louis minnesota uh and edmonton is a little bit back uh kind of in a they're two six and two i think in their last 10 uh which is seems like yeah, it's a oilers bit of a, fans. i just keep seeing ken holland's name mentioned on twitter Dave Tippett? no by, like angry oilers fans I and know. i don't really know what's going on yeah but. is that power play just kind of coming back to life probably no it's still to... absurd no oh, it's, is it yeah right oilers, but, but i'm talking about is like the last like 10 games or so being normal because that's oh, the only yeah. thing keep, that kept them afloat, right? Like, it's just not, that's yes, not a good team. Yeah. Well, they were – so I was let's, looking into this the other day. Take a look. Is that they have a lot of um, – I would say a fairly – You know, let me go on over to evolvinghockey.com yeah. <laughs> to our stats slash team It's actually evolving-hockey.com. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. So the, the Oilers' power play has still been kind of their, their only saving grace. I think that that was – that's, I mean, obviously known – but they've been relatively they're just only slightly above average offensively at EV but they're um I guess they've, they've their goaltending has been a little bit bad but they've also been pretty bad defensively at even strength as well so I don't know they it's a little bit more in line like I was surprised uh, a little bit when they were so doing so well and we had of course some some Edmonton fans who were coming at us for our because we were a little lower than on the Oilers than I think um some of the other projections although I do have this up right here why don't I just go and look at take a yeah, look but at Sean in, since December the beginning of December that's 11 games for the Oilers they are 18th in goals four per 60 so yeah I think it's come down pretty dramatically um since they uh start well what's the full and it's kind uh, of interesting because this is where we should do some prep work, Josh. What? What do you? What prep work are we needing? You to wanted do? to talk about the Oilers. You didn't tell me. Tell me that. <laughs> oh, I didn't. T- I'm. I'm just saying. You mentioned the Oilers. This is. This know, is becoming a theme I, of the podcast. Is one person bringing something up and then blaming somebody else for having brought it up? <laughs> so the Oilers, just to be clear, for the whole season, they have the best goals for per sixty on the power play at twelve point seven eight five, but. In the last 10, basically the last 11 games, they are basically scoring at about half that rate, which is, yes, probably why that they've been losing because their power play was insane and they are no longer, they're kind of coming back down to earth. So, well, yeah, and, and to, 
I guess to also build off that, like we expect them to be probably the best power play in the league still. And so this yeah. is probably a bit of bad luck, if you will. Yeah. Or this is like the, yeah. the other side of it, right? Where they're never going to sustain being that, that good, but they're not going to sustain being like average either. Yeah. They're well, it's kind of a point. But also, when you think about it, it's maybe not the best. Uh, well, I, I think the current, I know it's super short term and yada yada. Yes. Well, I was gonna say, but it's it's also like that having a extremely good power play and then kind of mediocre to maybe slightly bad EV performance isn't the most uh, stable way to kind of guarantee wins. I mean, that that seems like a pretty volatile way to kind of uh, assume you're going to win or whatever. But but I don't know. It's it seems like the Oilers are kind of what. Well, I was just looking. So the projections for all the models, the Oilers are actually pretty much right in line with where the models were on average. They're they're not that off. I mean, this is kind of where they are now. Um, Josh but, is looking at the aggregated point yeah. projections. We're the same on, team as they were last year. Yes. They, <laughs> I yeah, mean, this no, is exactly what you expect out of, like, as the yes. season as a whole, if you take this whole, uh, was it 32 games that they've played? Like, yeah, about, this is what you expect out of the Oilers as a, as a whole. Yeah. They've had yeah, some different yeah. swings in there, but, like, this yeah, is what the and, Oilers are. Well, and so we've we've had a little bit also of the uh, um like there's just been some course corrections I think from I'm looking so just not to confuse anybody I track kind of all a lot of the public projection models including ours and where the we projected team points heading into the year and where they're at now and there's been Edmonton's kind of come back down a little bit more in line with where people thought they would be and Vancouver for instance has kind of come back up because they were underperforming where we maybe thought, and now they're basically pretty much right in line. The teams that still are way off are, um, and it's still kind of early, the, the Coyotes are, well, <laughs> yes, the Coyotes, but actually I believe it is uh, the team that is still the biggest difference is Montreal. And I don't really yeah. know. Um, they're underperforming by the m- largest margin. Uh, and then second is Seattle. So, so I, Seattle is kind of interesting because they're. Well, it's, I was seeing people. I there was a tweet. I, I don't know. I've just been seeing this kind of sentiment about people being like, if you thought Seattle was going to be a good team, like you need to be like flamed, yeah. <laughs> like you need to be like, you know, scolded and like you know, punished for saying they were going to be a good team. But it's like, I mean, everybody thought pretty much. Right there, it was a pretty cons- like there was a consensus that they were going to be pretty good. Right, uh, most of the projection <laughs> models. What, Sean? You want to say something? For one, this whole Seattle conversation started like before you guys got up this morning. Well, you guys got up <laughs> yes. in the afternoon, and it was all it was is about analytics. And that, oh, did analytics. I miss that? Oh, I'm yeah. Did I'm you miss that? At- yeah, I well, did. we 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 had to run some errands. We had to do some stuff today. Well, you and- weren't up yet. You weren't up yet. It was like. Tell me, 10 in the morning it, Eastern. Give me a summary because I'm I'm disappointed I missed it. Well, it was it. just – no, it was like your normal – like maybe they shouldn't have leaned into analytics so much. But well, they didn't really. And that they botched the expansion draft. Right. So that's the first thing is like I don't think the, uh, the bright team that they've – first of all, I don't think the, the analytics team that they've put together there, right, with Alex, Danny, Namita – yeah. I know there's others. I just don't know them really. Um, but really super bright team. I highly doubt that they just make all the decisions there. Yes. And I really don't think that they would like pick like John Quinville <laughs> and like some or of these Curtis other McDermott. Gavin. Uh, was it Gavin? Uh, who's the one out of Columbus? Like I still don't. Oh, it was. Really yeah. Him. I don't uh, even remember um, anymore. There were like, yeah, like this is what we said is that they basically, it seems like each department, the coaching staffs, the analytics, quote unquote, the stats people and the scouts, they all got a third of the 
choices. It's kind of that's what it what seemed it like. Seemed like. Yeah. But then, anyway, but, sorry. But then continue, we get to the start of the season, right? And they ha- they have, I think what we said was probably the best tan- goaltending tandem in the league at that at the time with the information that we had. And I would say that you could say that objectively based on the way that they affect the uh, the uh, game projections in your model, right? Yeah. If you looked at the rankings there. Yeah, I um, agree, yeah. And both goaltenders were coming off of really good seasons and yada, yada. And Grubauer's especially has just, like, tanked this year, right? Yeah, And yeah. so that's just been – it's just an anomaly, right? Their yeah, goaltending yeah. Well, has they, been historically low. I doubt it's going to stay this low for the rest of the well, season either. Yeah, and, and really, they I goalie. think – They got goalie. Yeah, what it comes down to is, <laughs> is nobody – there was – like, show me people who were tweeting, like, if you're going to uh, criticize people who for thinking that Seattle was going to be good, which, I, to be clear, I think if you actually go back and listen to the tape of the podcast of what we were talking about, that they... Uh, check the tape. Yeah, check the check tape. Check the tape. What we said is, I don't think they're going to be an amazing team, but I don't think they're going to be bad, and I think given the Pacific Division, they have a pretty good shot of making the playoffs. That was, I think, kind of our place. That's basically what we said. Well, yeah, and some of the players they did take that we were big fans of, Jared McCann... <laughs> Yanni Gord, Vince Dunn. I don't know. Is Gord Gord's been injured though? Yeah. So like Gord's that's a little injured. bit. McCann. They kind of they did botch that one. I mean, Kerfoot's definitely better, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, McCann's having a good season. But anyway, we've already kind of covered this. Well, uh, let me see. Let me just take a look at at our gar who who is playing Alexiak. We really liked Alexiak, we right? Did. We did right. McCann liked like McCann Donato. Uh yeah yeah who did he get selected from San Jose, San Jose I think yes they didn't really have anybody else to take from San Jose no though. well and that's been it's been funny I there's all of these players are I just feel like I know them really well because of all the like the the articles I did on the expansion stuff back in the summer so I've been kind of following them a little bit but the only thing is it's uh, I mean we've said this before uh, Ever Everly's definitely underperforming this year yeah. too yeah which is I don't know he's what thirty five though or is he not that old yet I don't know. Let me take a look. See, um, we have this nice thing that I added on evolving-hockey.com where you can do this drop down and it says add info. Wow. And then it shows like age, draft position. It's great. It's great a great stuff. feature. Okay. But Jordan Anyways, Everly let, is let's come 31. back. Let's come back to let's come back here and not start. Let's come back to the leaves. We're, we're, we're going into a, no, we're co- <laughs> we're going into a rabbit hole. I think we Anywho, need to, we I take think, a break I think, here. Yeah, but I think Josh kind of hit on the the head here that i don't think we ever said they were going to be like no no tremendously good and i don't think this season this little part of the season really speaks to where the franchise is necessarily at for the long haul either so no yeah no, um, no, no. i i think they're they kind of did make some decisions that some that gave that didn't give them as much flexibility which i think is maybe the thing that people were criticizing them is that they have they had better op they had more options to stay open in the future which they kind of then didn't take all that but um yeah uh what's that okay leave rack up wrap up done this is a check-in uh <laughs> <We're> done <laughs> it's over but yeah it's just basically there's been a course correction the avalanche have been doing very well the golden knights have also been kind of having a rebound after all their injuries although patch out again yeah for a long time but yeah it seems like there's some course corrections the oilers have kind of you know they're not uh shooting out of their minds on the power play they're just you know just they're not 
double the rest of the teams in terms of their power play performance. They're just the best in the in the league. The Wild is, have uh, uh, also stopped shooting, and they're kind of now yes. kind of coming back down a little bit. Yep, that's our league. Ch- that's our league check in. Uh, and we're gonna take a break here, and then we'll come back. What are we doing? Oh, we're gonna talk about uh, some 2021 uh, year end stuff, right? Yeah, let's do that. All right, take. Are we good there, Sean? Do you need to do? Our yeah, our intro? sponsors actually calling me oh, up yeah. right now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. all right. They <laughs> want their bit. Sorry, I went. Yeah, I went into the bathroom, bro, and gave Sean a call. <laughs> Sorry, but <laughs> let's just go right. to break. All right, go okay. to break. Go break. to break. <laughs> The Evolving Hockey Podcast is brought to you by EvolvingHockey.com, your home for advanced NHL statistics on the web. When you become a subscriber to EvolvingHockey.com, you gain access to such evaluation tools as NHL goals above replacement, regularized adjusted plus minus, skater contract projections, visualizations, charts, and much more. Visit Evolving-Hockey.com slash login today to become a subscriber. Welcome back to the Evolving Hockey Podcast. Thank you so much to our sponsor. I don't think we ever introduced the podcast for the whole first <laughs> for the whole first segment, but welcome Man, back that to sponsor, the Evolving Hockey. We love podcast. our sponsor. What a good sponsor we have. I know. Uh yeah, no, you're right, Sean. We I said before we started that we should uh we should ten minutes in is a little bit like we've been doing introduce it and then we Well you were talking about Minnesota Lakes. Yeah. Minneapolis Lakes. Minneapolis specifically. Lakes. We didn't. We didn't ever finish. I didn't even tell you about like the. the I don't US... need to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the U.S. Pond Hockey Tournament takes place on Lake Tacoma. You Tacoma told me about that multiple times. It's great. It's fun. I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for. Uh, yes, thanks for introducing the podcast, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, we'll yes. take it over from here. No. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> All right, 2021 year-end review, right? That's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're not really quite sure what this segment is going to be, but we figured well. It's a new year. 2021 included two New year, kind of. same, same twins that have no plans. <laughs> yeah. No plans. No new goals is no what we goals. always say. You know, ty- what did I say? Sean, There's I no, you have no new goals? No. we. I, well, it's a joke. Is this that because you guys just like defense? Shout out to our joke? friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But also, we have a, our friend group here that goes way back. We have a joke about no new goals because we would... Anyway, it's a whole thing. Shout out to our friends if you're listening and yeah. you know, no new goals. Anyway, uh, no... Uh, Preventing goals is what's up in 2022. That's yeah, what, that's, that's what, what, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not making goals. Yeah, no goals. new goals. <laughs> preventing goals. Preventing goals is what we're into in 2022. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought it'd be fun to just take this the season, this season, so the 2021-2022 season, and last season, which people don't remember, started in 2021. It was January 13th, I believe, was the start of the season. Um, and then just, like, look at... Who's led since? Who had the best time. year? Who had the best year? And uh, can you guess, Sean? Yeah, I, I don't so think I, it's. Too... I know one thing for a fact. What's it's, that? Is this guy? No. Twenty twenty one. I do know that. For anyone who obviously doesn't know what just happened, <laughs> Sean, Sean is wearing an Austin Matthews jersey right now. Uh, he's really. I mean, eventually that Bruins logo up above your head is going to have to get replaced with a leaf. I think. Right, I mean, it's 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 our the trajectory is there. You just put a leaf, put it, put the Leafs like logo up. What is next the name of it? the Leafs logo? Is it just the leaf? Is it a leaf? <laughs> the, that's the leaf. 
Well, yeah, like yeah, I don't know. It's I don't think it has leaf. a name. Like, I don't think it's it has a, a name. Leaf. I don't like, think it's not like the Bruins. Like they have the spoked bee. Like what is the what's the wild? Like just some abstract art piece. Like no, you know what the wild logo is, right? It's a bear. It's a bear. It's an abstract art piece. Are you so be be real with me, Sean? Do you know that it is the it, the logo for the wild is a bear that has wilderness in it? Because a lot of people don't know that. Uh, yes, I do know that. Okay, I do know that one. Me. It took okay, me a while to figure Sean. that out. Yeah, but I did. I did know that because there there are a lot of people out there. You see, I feel like every six months there's a tweet I see somebody who's like, "Are you kidding me? How did I not know this was not this was the wild logo?" Um, but anyway, so anyway, right, who so had the best? Let's just look at year. Gar. Let's just look at our war model, Gar standard Gar, and then we can do expected goals above replacement as well. Uh, just taking last season and this season. Uh, who do you think led the league in total guard between the two seasons? Uh, Connor McDavid. Uh, That's, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it, but second, I think is kind of a little spicy. And I've been looking into this player recently. And I don't know if don't cheat, Luke or Sean, or I don't know. Maybe Luke, you already I already cheated. It. Okay. I know who it is. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're ruining my 2021 <laughs> year end review, Luke. I know who both what both everything is. <laughs> Anyway, Sean, you have a guess at who was second? Um, I don't know, Rantanen. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And Matthews is very close behind. So those are your top three. Drysaddle's four. Bergeron is five. Um, defenseman, it was. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe we could switch over to Xgar here. Uh, or yeah, we'll we... do Xgar. Hold on. Let's look at defense, though. Actually, let's look at the Selkie, the forwards. Just jump right there. <laughs> what do you think, Sean? Is that okay? <laughs> Uh, Selkie for forwards, like based on your model. Yeah, so just j- no, just taking Gar the EVD component. Well, that's so the, what I mean. Even, that's what yeah. I mean. Like not the actual Selkie award. Uh, no, 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 just the EVD. Luke doesn't know this. Don't look. Uh, I know it for X Gar. Number one. Well, so I will. I will I don't say know. up front. Matthew Kachuk. Uh, no, he There's is. There's a recency bias there. There is. So there is a little bit of, of combination of the two seasons. But number one, Joe Pavelski. Really? Yeah, which is interesting. He has been good. The pride uh, of, oh, we're in Wisconsin. We, we just, just talked, talked about, about Plover. I Plover, think. Wisconsin. <laughs> pride of Plover, Wisconsin. But I will say with even def- uh, even strength defense specifically that these numbers are very close to one another. So there's not a lot of separation. So there's it's more like I would say the top 20 players are all kind of in contention. But after that, it's uh, a lot of it is this, I think maybe this season, impacting as well. But Nick Suzuki is number two. Uh, Arturi Lekkinen is number three, who's having a fantastic year, by the way. Yes, he is. Uh, defensively. And then four is Austin Matthews. So, you know, uh, Matthews. Those are some funny. Those are the Canadians. And, and then, Canadians and then five is Bergeron. So you got two. I don't know. I, I actually think I w- I'm kind of curious by the end of this season, if Matt, how many Selkie votes Matthews gets. Um, because be like he's zero. I, he's well, gonna get some. I have to think he's gonna get some. It, yeah, he'll get a he'll get maybe a handful, but I don't I don't think anybody maybe outside like, of there's about five writers that I could see putting him in there somewhere. And the yeah. one that I would say would be the most forward to do it, um, or or who would maybe rank him the highest or realize it, uh, is Dom. Yeah, and Dom Does he get votes? is one of those people who thinks that you need to play shorthanded. So I Man, don't. They should have never given him votes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. So let me just look at. Are there any I players? Like, what Charlie? Uh, yeah, Charlie, Charlie might. It, it, Charlie yeah. might. 
Well, there's also the weird Maybe thing Allison. with the Leafs writers. I feel like where they kind of vote. Yeah, I think I don't know. doesn't Does Allison vote. I don't, I don't think, think she, she, vote. she should vote. Maybe this I, year. I don't know that, but I don't think she <laughs> does. Shayna? Uh, I don't think she does either. So <sighs> what do they do? Come on, you got to get these. I know we need great these. Oh, I sh- okay. So then, okay, that's all that matters. Overall, Gar and defense <laughs> and EV defense. That's it. Uh, let's do the opposite. In, during this time, who was the worst? <laughs> <laughs> this right. is where we. This is Duncan uh, Keith. Duncan Keith. No. Oh come on. The interesting part is like oh, you, had, no. you would have said Eric Carlson right before that, and then he like he went off this year. Ben Sherratt. Yeah. Ben, ben Sherratt. Ben Sherratt is uh, no. He was pretty average last season. He's not the. It's actually really funny because the 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 lowest Gar player hasn't played this season. <laughs> which is kind of a clue, very established NHL player who played for several teams. Uh, very long career. Very long career. Um, kind of an all-time player, but just had a really bad last year uh, in 2020-2021. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Eric Stahl. Uh, oh, he, yeah. He just had a wicked yeah. bad shooting look. I don't think he necessarily yep. played as... Uh, I think yeah, he, whatever happened in Buffalo last year, like it even happened to Taylor yeah. Hall, like whatever that was. Just, I don't know. There's no explaining that. Yeah, but number two, also, I mean, this is impressive. Uh, to uh, Gusev, uh, who I don't did he play a game this year? No, didn't he play he a game or two and then got waived? Or did he, he hasn't played this year? He'd be on. He would be showing on here if he had a played. Uh, yeah, it would and be then, 22. Would be the la- the second year. Oh yeah, yeah. So both the the two leading players in in total negative gar. Oh, I know that's not right. What? It's like Eric Stahl and then Ben Sherrod. Oh, sorry. I filtered the defense. Sorry. Yeah, Sean. Sean's close. Sorry. It's not Gusev. Scratch that. We're gonna edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Sean looks like he's getting bored. He's getting Just bored. Just us us telling us our model yeah. results. Well, the whole point, Luke, you ruined Luke, <laughs> Luke, you, <laughs> Luke, you ruined the whole. You ruined my 2021 year review because you had to go and look on the site as well. I was trying. Let me find one that you haven't looked at yet. Okay, who? Uh, because everyone loves it. Who led the league in this period uh, in terms of value added from taking uh, pe- drawing penalties? Let's do drawing penalties. No one cares. Uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> It's um, not a, it's it that's a fake fake stat. Actually uh, that's Mc, kind of McDavid. Yeah, you're right. It was McDavid uh during the time and, and taking takes take, taking is like Matthews is up there, right? Uh no. He took a uh, couple yeah, penalties yeah. this year though. Is, is yeah. it O'Reilly? It's actually like I think a very common player that I've seen people throwing around quite a bit. Slavin? It's not O'Reilly. Slavin. Slavin, yes. okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Slavin is the leader in taking um there's a or few not other taking well, is it not, I guess it's, Is it cuz so here's my question as well. I haven't looked the raw, and I'm not cheating for anything. <laughs> but it is also because his baseline uh, should theoretically be higher, like the replacement level for defense is higher. I forget how the model works. Um. Oh, I need to go because defensemen generally take more penalties, right? They're put in more stress situations and board situations where they could hook or trip or. I um, want to say that's right. I haven't. Uh, we're gonna, when we do our research for the part three of the evolving hockey glossary series, we will know more about this because I haven't actually looked at this in a while. I, I would also <laughs> be. I think you guys talked about it before, like splitting out um, which types of penalties, and that would be an interesting thing yeah. just to even look at for like uh, context. 
Yeah, and I, I think that – so we will – I've said this before, but we're going to be redoing a decent number of the models this offseason when we have um, – or probably starting in the season with as we get more data. Um, but uh, it is something that we will be looking into more. Like specifically, the not that – I actually think a penalty model is pretty interesting, but there's also some additional – it's not even really a model. It's more of kind of a uh, – I don't know what would you call it. It's kind of like um, it's more of a baseball type approach where you take like changes in win probability and stuff like that between strength states and um, apply that as a goal value in terms of just like teams scoring and how that changes between strength states. Um, there are a couple ways to actually use it in a model. Uh, Warren Ice did that as well, and I believe Manny did with Corsica. Um, I don't know. I think they kind of end up looking the same, but it's an interesting. The one that we did is a little bit more, um, I don't know, interpretable, or it's like you can go dig into the actual changes and look at how the values uh, change around, which is pretty interesting. Um, I don't know, Luke. Did you look at the? Uh, did you go why we were uh, why yeah. we were buying time? Did you go look look at your the answer to Sean? Yes, I, I did for replacement level. So um, the the penalties taken replacement level is just slightly below average, I think. Um, for... That's for that's for forwards and defensemen. Oh, so they're kind of in line. And then drawing is slightly above average, actually. So, <laughs> which is kind of funny. It's really odd when when you do multiple replacement levels like this because uh, you get some components that are just you get interesting results. So basically, replacement level players, based on our definition, which is the com- like average performance of all players who are outside of the top fifteen or top 13 forwards and top seven defensemen so every other player for every other for every team for the whole time period is averaged into a per 60 rate that's how we get the replacement levels for everything um that's that's not the same for power play and shorthanded it's different numbers because well this is a i think an interesting topic that we i don't know we're now jumping more into the maybe we're in the glossary uh type maybe we're in this (laughs) we're, we're that kind of mood or whatever right now but that was something if people remember their original gar model didn't break out replacement level for the components uh, it was kept at average, above average for everything, and then at the at the conversion to goals above or wins above replacement, we then added in replacement level. Um, that has a very long history of debate in baseball, the idea that you can't just play offense or just play defense, especially in hockey, which I think has, still has some merit, but that was an initial... Yeah, well, yeah, well, when we initially did it, we just had everything was above average, and then when it got converted to wins or standing points from from goals above average to wins above average, that was where we did the replacement level calculator conversion. Um, But we tried it out, and it doesn't really matter because if you have separate replacement levels, it just it still adds to the same final replacement level, basically. But there is um, some theory there that, that you should maybe think of replacement level more at the end step and not replacement level offense and defense and drawing and taking and power yeah. play because you can't really have a player. I mean, you can, as much as you want, utilize a player to just try and play offense or just try and, try and play defense, but it doesn't really work that way. So technically, the replacement level should kind of be more thought of as at the end step, but we kind of have it in there just for comparison because I do think it um, it's clear, easier and it does end up summing to the same thing at the end. So, it But kind I of, think also like you can look at it from a, this is what you on average would expect to get from a replacement level player in these different yes, categories. Yeah. That's I, I kind of, that's I think, fair. how we yeah. kind of look at it. But Sean, back to your point about taking penalties for defensemen, um, yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know if that's kind of exactly what we see. It was kind of what you were saying. It's just basically they play a lot of minutes. So the defensemen, I mean, same thing with forwards, but the forwards and defensemen who play a lot of time and don't take penalties, that's 
big value added. Or yeah. not a ton. It's not huge value added, but it's, you know, it's value added. Like, I think Pommaville was a player like that who added a lot of value with not ever taking penalties. I know um, Matthews does that, too. He doesn't really take a lot of penalties, right? Uh, I don't think yeah, so. no, he, he's he's yeah, he's in the top 10, I think, in terms yeah. of this value. Um, but all right, uh, let's continue on in this incredible 2021 year end review uh, of ours. <laughs> oh, I got one. I got one. Oh, hold on. I was going to do the worst defensive player during this time. Uh, Kane. Wait, you just say Gusev? <laughs> no. So, no, Gusev was, uh, well, was total gar. That was total gar. Oh, that was still um, total gar. And, okay. and that was wrong because I was only forwards. I'm including all positions 2021. There's actually a couple of names here that are. Um, I uh, think Shifley. So uh, it's, it's close. No, Shifley is Kane, not Kane or Shifley. Kane is second. Okay, Dreisaitl? Ovechkin. Uh, oh, Drysaddle, not Drysaddle. Really, Actually, Ovechkin. Uh, Ovechkin's like sixteenth. So I feel like you, I was sort of looking at this the other day, and there's like a weird name at the top. No, it's pretty big name. Connor. Uh, no, Luke, you're really close with these Winnipeg players. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is it Keith? He's a Winnipeg player, so it's Wheeler. It's Wheeler. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wheeler is is. Hold on, is it like we? It's like Wheeler, Connor, and Shifley are all. Uh, no, well, Shifley is, is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. They all suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, Connor is I mean, really good, good at scoring. They're good offensively. But yeah. yeah. No, like Shifley is a Shifley's eleventh. Uh, I don't know where Eric Connor is. Oh, he's twenty seventh. Third is the. Yeah, third. I thought. Never, never mind. I. I. Can you go, Sean? Who do you Let think? Let me say it is? this now, <laughs> while it's a super hot take, and we're kind of on the topic. So I've been like a Shifley truther for a little bit. I think. In okay. what direction? I think he's Expl- a, explain. I, I. Well, no, I think he's been generally terrible defensively, but like there's these like moments of like individual brilliance. I wonder if the coaching change, will, change his defensive performance i, th- I, I think know. he's a player yeah. i've never like said that that necessarily about a player but I, f- I feel like a change in in coaching in winnipeg could maybe change shifley because i think he's a very intelligent player like he reads the game well and he gives a good effort I, he's just <laughs> he's yeah. just been really bad yeah. for years like you can't you can't fault that but i wonder if there's like some underlying true talent good defensive talent that can kind of come out here yeah, yeah well, so and I thought he take. was older. I thought he was older than he's only twenty eight. So I thought he was like, is he really? Yeah, I thought he was like. It feels in his like 30s. he's been in the league for. 15 I know, years. and he's he's gonna he's got an you know. Well, I guess he turns twenty nine in March, so he's getting close. But I still think I I don't think that out out of the realm of possibility, Sean, because he's got a couple more years and he's been very good. And like you said, I could see that turning around. But at least in t- in our twenty twenty one year end review, he did not perform <laughs> all that. <laughs> So I've been naming Duncan Keith here. Has he been like he's better? Ninth. He's ninth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he's close there. And uh, Kane. And yeah. Kane that's is the second. Third so is, people, third is this is again even strength defense the bad end the 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 bottom. Uh, third is uh, Curtis McDermott. Um, hey, yeah, sec- second mention. I know, but yeah. isn't he on Colorado? Like, didn't yeah, he, he got yeah, taken he didn't, by Seattle? He didn't play yeah. a single. He didn't play a single game in Seattle. Which is, Which a weird is like, pick. why do you? I I don't know. And then fourth because they. Who is, did they take him from? L.A. or Columbus? Yeah, L.A. L.A. It made no McDermott. I think we've said this on the podcast was the biggest off-board pick. I think by our stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure for in the terms, Kraken. For the Kraken, in terms of where like a player 
We projected we did not think McDermott was going to be good this year. He has not been good this year. And um, then they waived him. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, fourth is uh, Ty Smith, who is a kind of a divisive player among New Jersey fans, I, I believe. And then five is Eric Carlson. Um, so even though he's having a good year defensively, he still has not yeah. particularly been um, been that uh, that great in our 2021 year end review. Uh, let's see. All right, that's all I have. Well, I got one. Okay, <laughs> who was we're we're going to wrap him now. Okay, all right. I didn't look at this, so I'm 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 with yeah. Sean here. We're guessing. So we're on EV. This is combined 2021 and 2022. So that's last season and this season, Sean. So, <laughs> so just for to give people, I I don't think we've ever ex- actually explained this. So on the on the RAPM tables on evolving-hockey.com which is under the RAPM drop-down, the skater tables, when you combine seasons, it's not actually re... like It's it's expanding the per-60 rates per with the time on ice, combining them, and then dividing it back again. So it's not actually like running a model for multiple seasons because that takes a very long time. But it would be close. I mean, it, it's, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's the close. same. It's, it's basically the same. It's very similar, but when you combine, do multi-season RAPMs, um, you get some weird kind of butterfly effects with players changing teams. It's just like a, you get some really like when I looked into doing it, cause we have done this before and <laughs> you just get some weird stuff that happens. Like when, when, uh, Mark Stone went from Ottawa to, uh, to Vegas, he like <laughs> all of his teammates were severely impacted by his performance when he was in Ottawa. So like his Vegas, like the Golden Knights teammates he played with, like they saw huge changes in their RAPM ratings just because of Mark Stone's incredible performance with Ottawa. So you get these really weird player impacts, like having impacts when it's like not anything. Anyway, so we just choose to do single season RAPMs and then you can combine them by taking the per 60 rate, dividing by 60, multiplying by the total time on ice, and then adding those summed, those expanded totals together, and then per 16 again. Anyway, yeah, so back to the 2021. So we're going EV Corsi gods. So this is the total impact on Corsi plus minus. So this is uh, RAPM for both the last season and this season. And so, take a guess who is number who is the leader for that for this the year? Oh, I feel like I know this. Uh, it's not Deno, is it? No. no, he's not having a good year this, or he's kind of he's been hurt. Uh, Patrice Bergeron. Bergeron. Bergeron, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, that's what I was going to say too. All right, now number two, <laughs> number th- Evan Rodriguez. No, <laughs> is he had a hat trick today. Did he? Yeah, man. Oh, he that's is our on that's fire. our guy right there. That's our guy. Yeah, that's, we've always. Liked do you know what, where he went to school? Uh, Boston, BU. I don't know. Yeah, we went over yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, we With did. Charlie yeah, Coyle I, as well, because they yeah, were the, like, the most the only time, players. And uh, the only time you ever ask us about model. schools is if they went to somewhere in Boston yeah. or Massachusetts or whatever. Uh, okay, number two. Uh, 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 Wait, number two in the rank. Yes. Yeah, behind Bergeron. Behind uh, Bergeron. Total uh, impact on Corsi plus minus. Uh, from an RAPM standpoint. Nachushkin. Yes. Oh! <laughs> Hey! Yes. Hey! <laughs> Our guy, Valerian <laughs> <laughs> That was kind of like a joke guess, but also like very much. I was like, I think he actually is up there because oh, yeah. I was looking at him earlier. All right, uh, now I don't know. I mean, the next one's pretty easy if you just guess a good. Like, uh, Mark Stone. No. Uh, I bet Sean could guess it. Austin. 
No. I was going to say Bradley. Bradley? Marshan. Oh. Um, no. Uh, pretty easy. Is it uh, like Tatar or something? Oh, Mark Stone? No. I nope. guess Mark Stone already. No. Nope. Um, oh. Okay, it's Couturier. Oh. Yeah. He, okay. he I don't know. So he hasn't, well, hasn't he had a rough year this year? He's got cold. Uh, I mean, evidently he, not. <laughs> yeah. I thought, he, oh. I thought he was. I just Philly, Philly as a whole, I just like imagine them yeah. as like this really just trash team. Philly's been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Flyers are a whole mood. Oh, they are. Yeah. They are. They're a whole like. It's, I feel bad for Charlie. Yeah. Whenever I see Charlie O'Connor <laughs> tweeting, it just seems like. There's just some misery. I mean, yeah, from Flyers his replies fans. too. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know it's just like, oh, it's like I don't really know what. This is a tangent on the Flyers. I don't know what they expected. No, uh, they kind of got what they. You expected. bring in Ristolainen. I know. What are you doing? Yeah, he's. I don't know. That has but to it, be. So, would you say that was? Well, no, I don't think it can just because the value of Hall. But like, was what? that worse than Hall for Larson? Like that. Who trades oh. for Rasmus Ristolainen with one year yeah. left too? Right. I actually think, I will say again. I think the Buchnevich trade, yes, at least was like that has been really nice. That good might be, her. yeah, that might be the worst of our era. Yeah. And the, yeah. the but, funny but part the, is, Shirelli's on the Blues too. He's getting the other side of that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the Ristolainen, like, who did they trade? Chuck I don't even Fletcher, remember. It was like a first. Oh, they traded right. a first, right? And then. Um, yeah, here let's go look up this trade. I don't think there's so any awful. other like material pieces that sort of went back. Yeah, Josh, take a look. What am I doing? Hag was like the... Hag, who was one of their worst Hag. defensemen as well. Went I think back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. I but don't the know. fact that the Sabers got a first for yeah. Ristolainen is like that's absurd. Well, that I mean, is why... Sam Ventura's yeah. Uh, <laughs> <bonus>. <laughs> what was that? What was that tweet we we said we were joking about? He's like he's like in the interview first. Sam first gets hired. Oh yeah, Sam Ventura first gets hired. You need to trade Ristolainen. Yeah, hold on. Let me go find it. It was a good good tweet. I'll go pull it up for the. Wait, are we? Am I stalling, Luke, or are you stalling? What are we doing? No. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. But the other two. So we we had Bergeron, Nachushkin, Couturier, and then Matt Kachuk, and McDavid. Okay. So yeah, it's kind of funny. McDavid. Do the worst. Do the worst. Do the worst. All right. All right. Let's see if you guys can guess. Let's keep the 2021 year end rolling along. Oh, this one's funny. So there is a player who is far and away the worst. At imp- impact, like the biggest drag on course. Have, have we named this player yet? Has this no. player been named yet? Okay. No. Uh, but when I say it, you will you will know. Uh, uh, I think I feel like I know it. Um, oh, there's some funny names on here. There's some players who only had like 20 games. Is it like um, like Tyler? Is it Myers? Nope. Okay. Okay. I'm actually gonna do a time and ice filter here because we're we got some 20 game players down here. <laughs> it's not Ristolainen. Like no, it's not Tyler Myers or Ristolainen. Uh, did Good no Branson one? play a whole season? I was gonna say is it Good Branson, but um, it is not. All right, uh, I'm gonna do a 600 minute time on ice cutoff here because we're getting some weird. It's names. not like Tage Thompson, is it? No. Okay. I will say he plays for the Rangers. Oh, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, hey, hey, Hajek. Yeah, Libor. Libor. Yeah, okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yes. He is at negative thirteen point one per Corsi minus thirteen point one Corsi four for sixty or diff, Corsi differential for sixty. The next player is at eight negative eight point five. So we're at a five point difference in Corsi. Differential How do you pronounce his name? Is I it, think it was Libor. Libor. Hijack? Is it hijack? Hi, Hayek. 
Do you know who that is, Sean? Have you ever? You you're, you don't look like you know who this we're talking about. I here. mean, I know who it is. He's just, infamous players know. for I'm the Rangers. A, I, I, okay. I've never paid attention to his pronunciation. Okay. I, I have because <laughs> we're gonna mispronounce it anyway. So like, I mean, I don't even care. Yeah. So we got we got five more, four more players to go. The next player, you can maybe guess. Okay. Uh, maybe just throw out some names. Um, I'm trying to think of. Uh, is it like? I don't know. Like, like Duncan Luke Keith? No, no. Uh, oh, this is tough. Now I'm on Not the other Patrick end of the year Kane. interview. Nope. No, from Corsi. Uh, uh, Cunning is 18th worst, by the way. Okay. Uh, I thought it maybe. Is it, is it kind of a well-known player? Or yes. Is it, okay. Um, I will say he was traded in kind of a... Uh, that's not going to give anything. Is uh, it... Um, is it like Shifley or Wheeler again? No. no okay. Shifley um, and Wheeler yeah. weren't traded. Line no, A was. Yes. Line. Oh. There it is. There it is. Patrick okay. Liney. Wow, the next one really? I don't think anybody's going to guess. It's Jordan Greenway. Oh, I was going to say Greenway. Yeah. I just thought Greenway is maybe here. Travis Hamanick and then Cody Eakin. Oh, Eakin. That rounds out the bottom. Okay. And we'll just do a quick, just a quick for XG impact. Should we? No, let's do goalies. Okay, well, I'm just going to say, on XG, best players in XG impact, McDavid, Matthews, Pellick, Verhage, Eriksson Ek. And well, then, let us guess. And then Niederreiter. I want to guess. And worst impact on XG differential. Don't say. Let me guess. Let me try to guess. It's the same player again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's hijack. I mean, if you look at his wrap-up charts, oh, yeah. he is, it is blood red. It is oh. bleeding yeah. red. <laughs> it's that. Just, it's the danger color. <laughs> yeah, it's the danger color. That's the color that when you look at his wrap of chart. But then Carl Grunstrom. Yeah. Patrick Liney, Foxa, and who I think he got Selkie votes. Didn't didn't Fox Radic yeah, Fox like it? I think and so. And then Marcus Johansson. Uh yeah, which that. is a funny pick for the Kraken again, who has not been having yeah. a good season either. So yeah, it's kind of um uh yeah, I don't know. There were some picks Seattle made that uh we didn't like at the time. <laughs> then he comes right back to Seattle. <laughs> Seattle, I'll come back to Seattle. All right. So last thing in the twenty twenty one year in review, because this is going on. This has just been an absolute blast. Uh <laughs> Sean is just loving this. Us asking him questions that he okay. Goalie guard, this one's pretty easy. Last two or this season and last season, through all of twenty twenty one, who led? Number one. Hell of Are you saying yeah. this is yeah. Yes. That wasn't that easy. I mean, it's kind of easy. Is Top it, number two. Who Vasilevsky? do you think Yes. Hey. Okay. Number three. Grubauer. Shesterkin? Oh no. no. Shesterkin is a good fifth. guess. He's close. Uh, Gibson. No. Gibson is. Uh, uh, Tristan uh, uh, Yari. Yari. No, he's, he's he's ninth. Jack. Oh, Soros. Soros. Okay. Soros is three. Uh, Jack is eighth. Campbell, for those who yeah. you know, don't know who we're talking about. <laughs> Number four is, I think, a certain fan base is going to be mad if we don't mention him. Um, so I think we should say. Well, it wasn't Rangers fans? No, it's not <laughs> Rangers fans. Because Shashurkin is five. Um, Mike Smith. <laughs> no, not Mike Smith. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mic peaked right there, too. You got them. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to edit that out. Yeah, You uh, just needed that emphasis on Mike Smith for some reason yeah. here. Number four. Four. Um, don't say it. Uh, is it Carolina? Uh, no, it's no, not Carolina. Not. I can't. Ned. It's not Ned. No, Ned is. Uh, he's six. You're. You're. You're basically hitting all of the names around this specific goalie. 
Oh man. See, I don't know goalie. I'm pretty I got a lot of these. I got yeah. more. Yeah. All right. You want me to give it to you? Yes. Uh, should I give a hint? Yeah, hint. He has played sixty two games. No. <laughs> uh Demko. Oh okay. Yeah. Fourth. So one that was Hellebuck, not something I Vasilevsky, Soros, Demko, Shesterkin, and then Ned Flurry, uh, which is interesting. Campbell Including this year? Yeah, I guess. Wow. He's kind of bounced back though. Okay, worse. Let's do worse. Uh Talbot. Uh no. No, okay. Uh oh. Um H- uh Hutchinson? Uh no. Bobrovsky. No. No. Bob's had kind of a- Actually, these are kind of weird. I don't I don't know if I would really get these. Uh there's a Mike couple Smith. here. Not Mike Smith. <laughs> Go on either end. It's that's kind of like Mike yeah, Smith's brand. Kinda, yeah. Go either way. Um, uh, is it the uh uh um a senator's goalie? Uh no. Coyote's goalie? No. <laughs> Who played for uh, Buffalo? Linus? Uh, no, Linus Olmark had a good season last season. I, yeah, I have no idea. Okay, number it, it, Corpusalo. Which is interesting. Where's Grubauer in here? Grubauer is uh, he's thirteenth. Well, he was good last year, right? So he was pretty I'm good. This year. Like His season this year better. has tanked him so much yeah. that he's now among the no, worst. Number two is a classic in the um, data world. If you sort by name. Uh, Arendelle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see Arendelle's name and other... Who are the other Aaron's? Ekblad. That, Ekblad. Ekblad, Dell, uh, whenever... What I'm saying is... AJ you, Greer. Yeah, AJ Greer. Shout out to there. A period. You know, yeah. okay, so on, on this story, 2022 story, I didn't know that... Um, do you pronounce the I's like Biega? Alex yeah, Biega. Bie- I've always said I Biega. could not have told you who that was until... <laughs> Like it would always show up on the tables, right? Alphabetical order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I couldn't tell you who that was, and then all of a sudden I see him in the Leafs lineup yesterday. I'm like, he, he plays it's like for that. The he's Leafs. real. <laughs> this guy is real. Yeah, it's like the, the Matrix. Well, yeah. Holy shit, that thing's real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Adrian Greer is the other player yes. that's always at the top because yeah. of the way we have our names with the period and the way that our sorts. Well, yeah. the way that most things. He sorted. plays for our Utica table. now, doesn't he? I have no idea. I don't know. He played right, for this. Let's continue. The Sharks, These are our right? last two names, and then we're done with the 2021 year end review. In the number three is a player that I did not realize until a couple weeks ago was still in the league playing as a goalie. Craig but, Anderson. Uh, no, he's been hurt like all year. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, and I if I say well, if I give the team away, I don't know if Luke would get it. Still, <laughs> Sean would get it probably. Mike Smith. No, it's not Mike, <laughs> it's not Craig Mike Anderson. Smith. I no. just said that. Yeah, no, he's hurt. He's been hurt all year. <laughs> he is. He, he currently is on Tampa. Uh, oh, Brian, Brian Elliott. Elliott. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Brian Elliott is third. See, I know these. I know players in actually, the league. Actually, fourth is I'm another. I'm actually doing way better than I thought I would have been. <laughs> uh, uh, fourth is uh, McElhenney. Okay. Or however yeah. you say his last name, I always stumble over it. Yeah, Curtis McElhenney. And then five is. Um, I don't. Is it not a wild goalie? There's no wild goalie in here. Capo is tenth. Okay. Um, uh, Jonas Johansson is fifth. Okay. Yeah. For Buffalo and Colorado. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, this concludes the 2021 <laughs> year-end review. What a great time! What we a had. great time! <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a classic. We didn't even do uh, any team stuff. You just I know players. teams don't matter. Nah, it's just it's, the players. Yeah. The well, it's, it's just easy. the Leafs are good. There. The Leafs are good. Yeah. Carolina's good. Uh, I don't know who was good last year. Co- uh, Vegas, Colorado, Tampa. Golden Knights. You know, yeah. And who's bad? Arizona. 
Buffalo. You know, yeah, uh, Montreal now. There you go. There's the there's the team. Oh, review. the Red Wings. <laughs> no, not the Red Wings. Red Wings are kind of right. They've been better than. Uh, then Let's do a quick uh, t- here stall. No, Talk no with Sean. No, no, no. We're done. This is it. <laughs> 2021 is in the rearview mirror now. We just put a button on it. Or new year, you new me. <laughs> uh, um, oh, I can't combine this. Why did I not? Yeah, Luke, work on it. Okay, I think on. that we're we have. No, to I can be... do it quick, quick, quick. Who had the worst goal differential per 60? Oh, that's a good one. At uh, we'll do even strength for the last two seasons, um, grouping all. I, I mean, did... it's Arizona, right? Uh, it's got to be Arizona. Nope. It's not Arizona at even strength. Uh, Buffalo. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, it was one of the two. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was one of the two. That's it. You got it was you the get team it. I had Ristolainen or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Arizona. Yeah, it's it's pretty handedly the Sabers. Uh, the Kraken are there. Their Kraken are actually worse, but they didn't play in 2021. Yeah. 2020. They didn't play. Uh, but yeah, it's Sabres, Blackhawks, Coyotes. But Sabres okay, handedly yeah. with the worst goal differential. All right, who had the? Um, what, let's do shooting percentage. <laughs> shooting percentage. It's gonna be Tampa. Best ta- best shooting percent. No. Oh, oh Colorado. Colorado. No, it's not. No, ever, no one is gonna. No one's well, gonna get this. Definitely not Vegas. Nobody's uh, gonna not, get it. What? Well, there's nobody. Nobody's, nobody's gonna get it. There's only 31, <laughs> yeah. 32 teams. I mean, how many? I, I uh, guarantee you, you will not. It'll is take, it the? Is it the Wild? It's the Wild. Yeah, I knew that. Oh yeah, they, they, it's very unsustainable. Yeah, yeah they but have, they've still they been... are shooting ten point three percent at even strength, and the next best team is the Capitals at nine point nine eight. Which is uh, that? Yeah, I would say I remember this. I, it's not your grandpa's wild team anymore <laughs> or something. I think I had a tweet about that. Okay, I All guess right. the lowest. No, God damn the it. lowest shooting percentage. <laughs> uh, the, are the Bruins? The Bruins? Yes, yes, you got it. Right on the money. Okay, there you go. But anyway, all right. Well, how, all right. How, far, how long have we been talking We're about? done. We're done? 2021 is over. Well, we got to wrap it up. we got to say thank you to everybody for supporting us. Yeah, yeah, our we, podcast. we Yeah. Thank you for making this year wonderful. Yeah, it was and, a fantastic uh, year. And, yeah, uh, we started a podcast with a yeah. great friend, Sean. Yeah, what a great time a we had. Yeah. And we're you know, 20 episodes in, or I don't even know where yeah. we're at. Is this 17, 16? 16, like 16. Well, okay. we did those. We did the one podcast that we never released. We and did the one with Shayna. Two two glossary series. Two glossary yeah. series. I mean, that's that's a pretty good run in 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 one year, you know. Um, but yeah, anyway, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the website um, and subscribing uh, and for everything. Thank you to our sponsor. Uh, thank you thank to you to uh, the pizza shop. Yeah. The, well, I mean, sure. Hit us sure. up, yeah. pizza shop. Hit us up if you want to sponsor yeah. uh, the, the podcast. Uh, um, yeah, twenty twenty one. Out, out the it's it's done. It's, it's We're gone. Twenty twenty two in. Yeah. We're hoping for uh you know new new and, and and you know improved features for the website and may the may the models project and predict things well and may the uh uh I don't know that's all I have. Yeah, and your team <laughs> your team do as well as we expect them to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a nice sentiment. May your team do as well as the models hope they do or yes. expect them to do. All right. Uh. Okay. We're done. Twenty twenty one year end review over. All right. I think that's a wrap. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Sean. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, everybody, for listening.